episode of the Losers Club podcast. This week, again, we shall be um, listening to more of your ghost stories. Thank you for sending those in still. And um, reacting to them a little bit more. Um, and, you know, just giving ourselves more nightmares than before. Are you boys ready? Yep. No, yeah. not at all. <laughs> okay. Um, so for our first story, it goes a little something like this. There is a young boy who lives in our house that guests have seen. We rent from the original owner, and there is no bad history, but a dozen people have seen him walking around upstairs. I leave my phone on the nightstand at night, and I often find hundreds of scribbles upon the notepad when I wake up. Hmm. That is all. Uh, really? That's, that is, yep. um, that's big, small. Yeah, yeah, yeah I don't want to gave us. I mean, it's not so we have two failed enough. What about you, Chris? Uh, it's it's it it can it's real. I guess it could be real. <laughs> you seem very confident. I, don't know. I mean, who really keeps a notepad but... next to like? Well, it's their phone, so she he that whoever it is opens the notepad. App. Why? I don't know. I mean, if you're a ghost, you'd be doing way cooler stuff. Well, they said scribbles, yeah. though, so I doubt it would be on the phone. No, it is, because um, in the notepad app, you can, like, scribble oh, huh. the, uh, the pen tool or that's, whatever. That's still kind of weird. I wouldn't leave my phone open for a ghost to draw on it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But I don't think it was open. I mean, I, I mean, who knows? I doubt a phone would stay on that long or open that long, so I feel like they would have to have you know, open it themselves. Yeah, sure. that makes yeah. sense. Um, okay, so that one's a not real for everybody except Chris. Or is that a not real for No, you? it's real. Okay. okay. It's. All right. So this one says, one night, my daughter was 21 and a half years old. That was written really strange. When we were home alone, talking right before the bed, we were playing a game. What the heck? Okay, when we were playing a game where we gave all her stuffed animals silly names, named the last one, and she asks, "What's her name?" and I said something along the lines of, "Who, honey? We already gave. We already named everyone." She then points to the blank wall and says, "That little girl." Now, I don't know if this was just an overactive imagination or something else. All I know is that it freaked me out enough to sleep with the lights on for the next few weeks. Huh. Now, this one... I can already tell you that she meant to say two and a half and not 21 and a half. Yeah, that's what I think. I, I can yeah, I tell you that. I don't think there was sure. a space. I, I, yeah, it felt weird playing that kind of game with a 21 and a half year old. That's what I was, that's why I got stuck up at the beginning. Because, yeah, okay, now that I'm looking at it, there is no space in between, but that makes more sense. Yeah, that makes more sense. So, what do you, what do you think about this? Uh, I'm going to say fake for this one as well. Honest? Yeah, I'm going to say fake. I feel like it's got to be real because me, I can see myself, me and my mom at 21 and a half years old. Playing with some dolls in my bedroom. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I, 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 the thing with kids is, uh, it's like it's it's they're still kind of like fresh. I feel like. So like, I don't know. They might just be seeing stuff, and their brain is perceiving it as something else. Yeah. But I feel like a lot of these stories where the kids are seeing something that adults aren't are just like. Very frequent. I think we had two or three in the last one. Even Logan told us a story last week. So, I don't know. I I like this one. It's a good story if it's not real, but I I think it's real. I'd like to think it's real. Yeah, it's just simple. Very nice. Okay. So, I lived... This is the third story, by the way. I lived alone in an old house in the historic district of Memphis. I'd often get woken up in the middle of the night to country music coming from the radio. I don't listen to country music, and the radio had a dial. I'd have to change the dial back to my normal station while I was getting ready for work in the morning. 
That's okay. it. These are really short. Mm. That is so short and so undetailed that I feel like it'd be real. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because I think I've told this story on the second or third episode of this podcast where um, the guy who works at the Stanley Hotel, which is a haunted hotel in Estes Park in Colorado, mm-hmm. um, he wakes up to a handprint every like whenever he gets out of the shower so there's like steam on the mirror and he wakes up to a handprint on his mirror and like he's just had it every morning as long as he's worked there now he just kind of wipes it off mm-hmm. he's, he's just filled with it yeah okay so, so what okay so you said that all of these stores are short or stores are, are very short right yeah, most okay. of them. We've got a few that are a couple paragraphs. So, most of them just the paragraphs. thing about ghost stories, right, is, like, some of them obviously can be, like, I think most of the stories here that are going to be probably short are probably going to be fake because it just seems like someone just, like, oh, they're having, like, you can send in ghost stories. Here, let me make this little thing up and then just send it in. And so it's only, like, not even a paragraph, right? It's, like, a couple of sentences, like, two or three sentences. Yeah, right? but, like, if you think about it, Unless it's, like, a really long, drawn-out thing. Most ghost experiences are just, like, one instance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, like, that one story that we read last week about the lady in the river. You mm-hmm. know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Um, That one was kind of longer just because it was a long experience. But, like, you know, like, this one, there's not much else to write. It's, it's literally just a ghost messing with the radio every morning. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know. It's just... I think you're being too nitpicky, Logan. I, I'm being I'm all I'm saying is that like it just doesn't if all of the stories are short and it's like see this one was different right where it was like a little like a little tiny thing where uh it's happened every night right like it, it's happening every morning so on and so forth and it just keeps happening right but if it's like yeah. a like the same story except it just happened one time and you think it's a ghost ghost story that's probably not right it was probably just something wrong with the radio um, but it's just stuff like that where, like, I think if it's something little, I think that, like, for it to be, like, a, a like, for it to be proven that it was, like, a ghost or something like that, it has to happen every, like, night or something like that. You know what I mean? It just... Yeah. I don't really... It has to be consistent. Yeah. It can't be a one-off. Because then it just seems like you're finding an excuse for it, which, you know... is very possible. Yeah. So yeah, I get where you're coming from. Yeah, no, that's a good point, Logan. Um, okay. So this is a two paragraph one, so we're gonna get a little bit more detail out of this one. Ooh. So this one starts one night my mom heard a crash noise in our kitchen, but figured I was up and dropped something. The next morning my dad walked downstairs and thought there was ice on the kitchen floor, but he said after looking at it the ice wasn't melting. It was glass shards. They clean up the glass, which was on the floor, countertops, and even under the lip of the countertops along the top of some of drawers and cabinets, as if someone stood back and threw a glass object at the wall or something. We had no idea what it was from. The glass was too thick to be any of the vases or glasses or even some of the bowls in the house. We had a huge family meeting in the kitchen trying to figure out what happened and where the glass came from. We still have no idea to this day. Thanks. I would say that this one is real just because of the fact that, like, they got the whole family in and they were like... Well, here's my thing, is mm-hmm. if I broke something glass, I wouldn't fess up. Yeah. Like, I would I'd be like, I don't know, it must have been a ghost or something. Well, you know what I mean? here, here's my thing about it probably being real, is, like, if someone made the story up, it's really mundane and boring. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like if you're going to make something up, you're going to make it entertaining, you know? Yeah. But this is kind of just on a level of mediocrity. Not that it's, you know, a bad story, but it's just like, you know, there's no, like, physical appearance of a ghost, you know, with no eyes. It's just more subtle. And, you know, subtlety makes it feel more real. Yeah, yeah for sure. Like, the more boring it is, the more I'm apt to believe it. Yeah, yeah. that's, the, that's uh-huh. like, the counter-argument to what I kind of just said earlier. Um, where, like I said, you know, if it's short, then it's probably fake, but if it's long, it's probably real, which it could be the opposite to where, like, you know, if you're going to make something, if you're going to make something up, you don't want it to just be like a paragraph and that's it. You want to make it like 
like fun, detailed, scary, and all that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? But you yeah. also have to, yeah. you also have to take into account though that not everybody is a story writer. Yeah, and some people yeah. just they remember <laughs> short little bits of something, and they're like, "Wow, something happened," and they thought it shared. Yeah, yeah. Are you guys ready? So you guys, you guys think real? Yeah, yeah. Let's say real. I'm just gonna one. say all of them are real because why not? I don't. I don't think this one's real because I think this one is like, you know what I mean? Like, if like let's say her brother broke it and he was just like, I'm not. Well, it was a ghost, man. Yeah, it was a ghost. Like that one just seems to. Like... To be fair, they never really proclaimed it was a ghost. They just said they don't know what it was. Yeah, a gust of wind or something. Um. Okay. Okay. So, this one is decently sized. So it says, "My sister and I were staying in an old historic hotel in the middle of nowhere, Montana." The building had been in use since the 1800s. My sister loves this place and has frequented it many times over the years. I was kept up all night by someone pacing around in the hardwood floors in the room above ours. It drove me crazy. In the morning, I asked my sister how she could sleep through it, and she told me that the upstairs of the building used to be a ballroom, but now it's carpeted and empty. The hotel staff confirmed that nobody was up there, and furthermore, if they were, I wouldn't have heard heels on the hardwood floor. Hmm. Weird. Yeah, that is funky. But uh, it's kind of suspicious how she they just say out in the middle of nowhere, Montana. Like, if this place was from the 1800s, you'd think they would specify where yeah. it was? Yeah, I was going to look it up if they gave out where it was, just to see. Honestly, that that little thing right there that Gavin just said probably believes, like, I think that it's fake because of that. Because, uh, like, mm-hmm. they didn't specify, like, I'm, oh, it's in it, this place, you know? Yeah. If it gave more information on where it actually was, I would totally believe it, because that seems believable. Yeah, but, for sure. But, yeah, they just don't give any background to it. Let me give a quick search and see what, it, see what comes up. Alrighty. Uh, we'll, we'll keep the podcast going while you're searching. How was your day, Logan? Yeah, it's been going pretty good. That, that is, oh, mine has just been swell. Water flowers. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So uh, I looked it up. There's a million different hotels from the 1800s in Montana. But maybe we can you mean to tell me that the in, in the state of Montana, there are multiple hotels that were built in the 1800s? <laughs> hey, you never know unless you A span dead. of 100 years? That's Whoa. crazy, Adam. Oh, this one's this is another one from the 1800s. So, um, it starts out. I was at a slumber party in eighth grade with a few of my friends when we decided to stupidly to have a séance in her unfinished basement. We were having fun and giggling as we were trying to figure out who to summon. Then someone suggested Jack the Ripper, who, if you don't know, is a serial killer from the late 1800s. Yeah. And I immediately got a pit in my stomach. Ooh. No, I spoke up. We shouldn't summon something evil. That's right, called a man's voice from the other side of the cellar. There were no boys or men there. We were home alone. Another girl and myself heard it, and I'll never be the same. That's fake. Yeah, I don't, don't want to believe that one, man. That's the fakest one that I've heard. That one's like, you know, when you're, a, when you're with a group and, like, you're you're all kind of, like, scared, it's like... Yeah, that, and it could have been, like, a prank if it was, like, I don't know, if there were other people in the house. And someone well, they said was they were home alone. Okay, yeah. How old know. were these kids? Eighth grade. Mm. Eighth grade. Okay. Yeah, no, that's that's fair. So thirteen year olds probably. <clears throat> yeah. Fourteen. Um. So yeah, what do you guys think? Yeah, that's no, that's not real. And we know where Chris stands. I don't know about this one. It just seems kind of. Mm-hmm. True, I guess. Um, this one's the longest one we've ever seen. I, not really, but today. So, my fam. This is the story. Um, my family traveled to the south of France to stay in a cottage owned by some of someone my dad worked with. The owners visited occasionally, but that summer it was free, and we had ten days booked in there. After a long two days on the road, we drove down a steep driveway towards a secluded mill cottage, with the water wheel sat static alongside the stone house. There was a deep cellar with stone stairs under down under the wheel next to the house, and a small river circled the place. 
We went into the house and chose rooms, but being set down in a small copse, the house was a draft, was draft and cold from lack of use. We settled in and turned all of the heating on, yet the house remained cold and felt damp. Mm. The first night, we had set a fire in the living room and listened to a couple of audiobooks before my sister and I went to sleep. My parents stayed up a little longer, then went to bed. Around midnight, they both woke up at exactly the same time, and then the door to their bedroom was slowly opening. At first, they thought it was my sister until they saw a large, dark silhouette of a man framed in the doorway, standing stock still, just looking in their direction as if appraising them. After a short period, the shape turned and started to move as if satisfied and disappeared. They looked at each other but didn't speak, and then both went back to sleep. The next morning, the house felt warm and dry, and sunlight was back through the windows, as if something had lifted and accepted them. They spoke the next day, and both agreed that although they were skeptics, it could not have been anything other than something supernatural in that doorway deciding their work. I I think that that's real, but there's a couple things that could make it not real. The first thing, yeah, that's my. The, the first thing is that number one, when they saw it, they just looked at each other and went back to sleep. Yeah, that could yeah, have been a home intruder, like man. Something or like go check on the kids. And or is this like, yeah. is this the kids telling the story from the parents' view? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I that's another thing because like it just seems that like. Now, if the parents told them specific, like very specifically, then I guess it would make sense. But it just, it wouldn't, you know. I, I just, it just seems weird that like the parents wouldn't be telling the story, and the kid would, and the kid could be making it up, you know. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah, or he just, you know, his parents told him a story, trying to, yeah. like, you know, explain the warmness or scare him. Probably. They, yeah. yeah. No. Um, but- do like the detail of it being cold and damp and then warm and nice the next day. I feel like that's a good detail, though. Yeah, for sure. Um, <laughs> all right. So, Chris, you, you're still thinking Yeah, yes. they're all real, man. Okay. So, um, this next story is about a full heart and wet hands. Hmm. Give me a second. My page is really slow. Ah, I see. Do do we need to form more small talk? No, I think we're good. Okay, we're back. There's a lot of typos too. So if I'm if I'm a slow reader, have yeah, don't don't blame putting some of the things together. Um. So he said. So I used to live at this address. Um. We're not going to say that. The houses were built to house the people building the railway in Derby in the 1800s. I only found this out after I left the house, thankfully. It was a creepy house, really foreboding, and every time I washed my hair in the shower, every time I opened my eyes, I was expecting something to be there. Anyway, I came back from an afternoon lecture one afternoon, opened the door, walked up the first flight of stairs, and saw a wet handprint on the floor. A really wet handprint. I was a bit like, um, very strange at that moment, but I didn't freak out. It was just out of like it was just out of the ordinary. So I walked up to see my housemate Ed. I opened the door and he was on the phone to his girlfriend, not crying but massively in distress. That was when the penny dropped. He then told me that he was walking up the stairs earlier carrying a glass of water. He felt something cold go through him, almost a push, causing him to drop the water. He picked up the glass and ran upstairs to his room. The water falling out of the glass had created a handprint on the floor. Literally a handprint. Every digit was in proportion. I did freak out at that moment as I'd put two and two together. I told everyone to get out of the house, which we did, but then sheepishly returned after a FIFA session around another friend's house. It was genuinely terrifying. Might not sound it, but it was. And all true. If someone offered me $50 to go back and spend the night there by myself, Despite the fact I lived there for a year with almost no incident, I wouldn't. There was something there that I didn't want six that didn't want six college guys there. Unfortunately, I don't have a photo of the handprint. This was in 2012, prior to the culture of taking a photo or selfie of literally everything. <laughs> I wish I had though. Mm. Okay, yeah, this one's real. I like this guy. <laughs> I like how they have a sense of yeah. humor. 
Did they give the address? Yes. Yeah, no, yes. they gave enough details. Are you looking it up? I... No, not right now. I'll look it up okay. after, though. Yeah, but, okay. yeah, it could be real. The only, the only problem I have with that story, okay, that one might be fake, okay? Only because any logical person wouldn't play FIFA. <laughs> yeah. That, that is a good way to look at it, yeah. Yeah, you got a good point. <laughs> like there's there's a lot okay. more better games that you can play with your friends. Why would you play FIFA? I don't know. Who knows? I don't okay. So this one is from a child's point of view. It says, When I was a kid, we lived in a haunted house. Strange things happened all the time. For example, my dad and I were alone in the kitchen one day making a snack. We put a plate on the kitchen counter and walked away to the fridge. We got what we wanted out of the fridge, turned around to walk back to the counter, and the plate flew off the kitchen counter and broke on the floor. My dad tried to calm me by saying the plate must have blown, must have been blown off the counter, but let's face it, the plate wasn't near the edge of the corner and there were no windows or doors open. No one else was home. Weird. Huh. They say. I also woke up to an old lady standing by my bed on more than one occasion. Oh, I don't wow, like that. I don't jump. Jesus. <laughs> I told myself I was dreaming. This part might be dark, but here's the rest of the story. Years later, I looked up the address and found that an old couple lived there for many years right before I moved in. Apparently, the house is broken into and the old woman was murdered. The old man sold the house and moved. We were the first occupants since the incident. We only lived there about a year. My parents swear we moved so quickly because we got a better deal on another house nearby. But we know it was because the house was haunted and the priest they brought in in to bless the place told them we should move. No joke. Mm. Huh. I mean, they say no joke, so it has to be real. Ice cold, bro. Yeah. I'm going to say real, because why not? Did they say how old they were? Yeah, the story is... uh, They just said a kid. Mm. Why do they need to say how old they were? It Well, I mean, it kind of depends on how old they were to see if they could specifically remember. Because a lot of kids don't remember what happened when they were little. Well, I mean, here's the deal. If a plate that I have been making a snack with, with my dad, home alone, it's just us there, just flew off the counter... No windows, no doors, no nothing. I probably around. remember that. I w- so if I would they said that. that it flew off the counter and it didn't just fall, it like it it acted like. So like they basically said that like it acted like someone just threw it off of the table instead of it just falling. Because yeah. if that was the case, then it's probably real. But if if it literally just like fell off the table and you're saying that it was a ghost, it's not real. But the old lady, right. that's a little different. I. I feel like they would have known that before. Maybe that's not a rule, but I I thought it was where they had to tell you if somebody had died in your house. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we talked about that last week too. Yeah. Maybe um, she didn't die in the house so. though. Well, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Well, it said she was. It murdered, said the house but... was broken into, and the old woman was murdered. Ah. Uh. And then the old man sold the house. In but what if it was like a Rasputin type of thing, where she, like, she was dead, but she wasn't actually dead? Well, I don't know. Who knows? Who knows, man? You never know. Okay. So, this next one is kind of like a um, a niche of ghost story, and and you'll see why um, when we when we read it. So. It starts off, in college, I was a part of our drama club, and we used our 100-plus-year-old opera house in downtown Bidford, I think that's Maine, um, as our theater. So I was there alone doing work on the set for our next show, and of course, being in a theater alone is creepy as it gets anyway. Uh This theater was old enough to have the wooden walkways above the stage that went from one side to another. As I am painting, I could have sworn I heard someone run across them multiple times. I try to block it out, but that is nearly impossible. Just as I am about to finish, I hear someone I hear something fall from above the stage. Even though I can't find anything, it convinced me enough that I was done for the day. Apparently, 
there's a story of a ghost of an opera singer that died <laughs> there on Halloween. Before that, I never believed in ghosts. Is it just huh. Phantom of the Opera? I don't know. I doubt it. But, huh. like, that... I don't know. That seems... Um... It's uh, suspicious. Because, like, I appreciate the fact that they gave a legitimate town and state. But the rest of that seems kind of outlandish. So, the the Bidford City Theater is a restored Victorian opera house in Maine. Um <laughs> It opened in 1895, so he wasn't lying about that. Um, I don't see anything... About a lady dying? Yeah. Um, they say they love the wide wooden stairs. The interior has been well cared for. Oh, wow. Sounds nice. But, yeah, so it's a lot of good reviews, but I don't see anything about... Ghosts. Yeah, ghosts. or someone dying there, but... Maybe that's something uh, a little bit more research we have to do another time. Maybe. Um, so, yeah. So, you guys think what on that one? Real. Fake. So, we have two fakes yeah. in real? Yeah. Just... I don't know. It just seems like it, it, it just seems really strange mm-hmm. to me. Because, um, like, even, like, theaters alone, if you're in them alone, are kind of scary. Yeah, that's a fact. Um, but, like, I don't understand why if you heard someone walking on the walkways, you wouldn't check. Mm-hmm. Or, like, at least, like, look up. Exactly. It but, At least check could have just been someone else. Like, yeah, but whenever he did hear something falling, it says that he went around to look around and see if he could find something. But he just didn't see anything. Well, maybe because the person that knocked it down just put it back. Yeah, maybe. Um, so yeah, he said before that I never believed in ghosts. Mm. So who knows? Who knows, man? I don't think it's real. Yeah, no, that's fake. Oh my gosh, the story in the next, like in a few stories, it's literally a sentence, and it's terrifying. But okay. we're gonna we're gonna go with this one first. So it starts off. Okay, get ready for this story. So I was closing up the bar one night after a long shift. As I was carrying a rack of glasses into the kitchen, I slipped on the wet floor I had just mopped, fell to the floor, and let out an instinctual, ah, you know. Immediately after, I am, as, immediately after, as I am sitting on the wet floor, I hear a low-pitched moan. It was so audible that I actually thought it was a real person. Ugh. This was startling, considering I was the only person left in the bar. I stood up, completely frozen, and yelled, Hello? Again, immediately, I hear the I hear the same low-pitched moan, except this time it was louder. Now I'm starting to freak out a little bit, but for whatever reason, I decide to walk closer to where I heard the sound coming from, and I yell very loudly, Hello? For the third time now, I now hear a very loud, low, a very loud low-pitched moan. That was That was it for me. I ran back into the kitchen, grabbed the biggest kitchen knife I could find, because that seemed logical at the time. Grabbed my purse, ran out the door, and never looked back. Yeah, no. Mm-mm. It was funny trying to explain to the chef the next day why he had a missing, why he was missing a knife during his morning prep. The creepiest part, I come to find out that there was some sort of accident that had occurred in the restaurant years before with the son of the owner, and the word around town was that he died right there in that bar. True freaking story. Wow. <laughs> true freaking story so it's gonna be a true freaking story yeah that could be real i think that's real it's real yeah (laughs) why not yeah i don't know i mean the fact that she keeps getting louder and then whatever it is keeps getting louder is is kind of weird to me maybe it's like an echo yeah um because like i like it says she let out an instinctual ah and then immediately after she hears the moan then she gets louder, and then again immediately, same low-pitched moan. Then she gets really, really loud. Boom, immediately, same very, very loud low-pitched moan. So it could be like an echo situation. Maybe. Um, That's, yeah. Or like, you know, like a science museum? Um, they've got those deals where you can stand in one corner of the room and say something, and then somebody on the other corner of the room could hear it like perfectly as if you were standing right next to them. Right. Like maybe she was just in that natural situation and didn't even know it and was just hearing an echo of herself differently. Mm. Um, 
but who knows? That one's my my biggest. Is, I'm, my I'm biggest question say... for ghost stories is always why do people check like go and check it out? If I heard something that was like a person, I'd like maybe look, give it a glance or something. But if it was, if I didn't see anything, see, I'm out. I wouldn't. See, that's I wouldn't what you investigate, think, right? But I, you would think you I've would. been in those situations, and I'm always just like, okay, well, I'm gonna go check it out. No, because I'd rather know if there was something there. Because if not, I can stay and I can continue closing and finish my job. You know what I mean? Like if I was in her situation. Yeah. So, who knows? But that one's definitely strange. So this one is really weird. Um, and it's literally a sentence. So it goes, sometimes I wake up in the middle of the night and my roommate is giggling and playing with my hair. And in the morning, she doesn't remember. That's just, oh, huh. Okay. And that's not, <laughs> that might just be creepy. That could, like, that's just your roommate. Yeah, I was being gonna say, creepy. That's like sleepwalking or, or, something. or maybe the roommate's like, just I don't a think creep. Anything and like, yeah, yeah. And like pretend like she doesn't remember. If it wasn't it. a sentence, and they said, or maybe that. they're not even a creep. Maybe they just enjoy playing with their hair. Yeah. Yeah, but the the, the them not remembering in the morning is kind of weird. Well, like if she turned but... over and she <laughs> saw that like she had um uh like her eyes closed or something, then maybe that could be like, oh, that's just sleepwalking, or you know. Well, here's the here's the thing is. Whenever I first read this, I had thought of it as, um, you know, like the person playing with their hair while the other person is like sitting up in bed, like allowing it. You know what I mean? But now that I reread it, I'm reading it now as she's like asleep and she wakes up to something playing with her hair and giggling. And it's like her. Yeah, that'd be creepy. (laughs) That would be definitely more. I think that's just your roommate being creepy. Yeah, for sure. So, um,. This one, they self-titled it, Please Stop Moving the Kitchen Table. Huh. So, it starts out, My house was fraught, and weird stuff happened when we first moved in. The kitchen table would move overnight 8 to 12 inches, and my keys will disappear and show up in the weirdest places, like my quilt trunk. My son, Christopher, went into the basement, and things came flying off the shelf at him. He also saw someone walking in our wraparound porch once, but no one was there. The most obvious one was a few years ago. Twice this happened. I was sweeping the kitchen floor. The door to the porch started shaking uncontrollably. It was like someone was trying to open the door without turning the knob. 15 seconds. Keep in mind, this is a wraparound porch, completely enclosed. I knew it was bad because my my dogs, who will bark at a butterfly flying past the window, all looked up at the door and stepped back. Both times it happened as I was doing the same thing about the same time at night. Ooh. By the way, as by the way, as a side note, I walked into the into the kitchen table one night while going to the bathroom. It was not the first time I walked into the kitchen table because it was moved. So I just said, "Please stop moving the kitchen table," and it never moved again. That's real. I I, I want to say that's real. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is. So. Just let it be real, Logan. She said that it like in the basement, her son, right? Her son went into the yeah. basement and something flew off at her son. Yeah, stuff was flying off the shelves at him. Now he probably could be lying about that, or if she saw, then I guess that that could be true. But if he he wasn't lying about that, I believe it. Yeah, like what if the kid was just being an idiot and dropped stuff and said it was? And then ghost? what if your kid's just pulling a prank on you and moving your keys? You know, it, it could be. Yeah. Instead of the like your your keys like appearing in weird places, it your it could just be your kid. Yeah, right. But still, I want to believe it's real because of the subtlety. Yeah, well, not all, but yeah, I'll, I'll give it a real. Yeah, that one's intriguing to me. I don't, I don't know. I'll. <sighs> the thing with the dogs is kind of off, but I'll I'll give it a real, I guess. Um. So, this one is very intriguing to me um, because it's about the Queen Mary. So, um, they titled it Orb You Glad I Said Banana. Oh, my God. Um, So, it starts, I have a photo of ghosts from the Queen Mary in Long Beach, California. 
the ship is notoriously haunted. And if you don't know something, yeah. they, colli- they collided with a Russian submarine in World War One and World War Two. I think I and, remember it. Yeah, and he said, I went there in junior high with some friends, and we found an old ballroom that had weird vibes. We were dancing around and playing in there. My friend's mom took some photos. When we got them the- developed, there were orbs, even a ghastly hand showing up in one of them. I was also just in New Orleans this time last year, and we stayed in a house on St. Charles built in the 1800s. My fiancé saw a ghost twice in the house. Hmm. Mm. I'll go ahead and say those are real, man. I, I believe the Queen Mary one for us. Yeah. The New Orleans one, one just, there's not enough left. information yeah. to go off of. Yeah, like just saying you saw a ghost isn't, yeah. So, um, we've got a few more. Okay. So let's uh, push through these, and then we'll uh, we'll talk about our overall feelings at the end. Okay. So this one's really short. It says, "I'm sure there was a ghost playing tricks on me." One evening, I was watching TV while sitting on the sofa. I had a rubber band in my hand and flicked it across the room in an arc behind the TV. Next thing I knew, it drops on my head. There wasn't enough power to to bounce off the walls. I have no idea how it ended up on my head. Huh. Wait. <laughs> so you flicked the rubber band and it somehow ended up on your head? And you, you're... Yes, that's what this That's is. fake. It's a ghost. I mean, why does that... I mean, it doesn't mean it's fake. Maybe they just... Yeah. Maybe they just stink at tossing rubber yeah, bands. That is fake. 100%. There's why? No, I do not believe I know, that it's Maybe real. if they... Maybe if they flicked it wrong, it would go straight up. Yeah, yeah. that's but and they just thought it went behind the TV and then it landed on their head. But I don't know. It could be either way. I feel because like because they don't yeah. explicitly like say they saw a ghost or something. They just like I don't know how it ended up on my yeah. head. Right. It's one of those things where it's like I mean I guess there could have been a yeah. ghost. Like I don't know. It's it's definitely weird that it happened. Yeah, it's but... weird that it happened, but that doesn't mean it's a ghost. <laughs> right. Um. So, this next one is about wallpaper. It says, I have memories as a young child in a certain house. Several very bizarre things happened, and I have no logical explanation for them. The best I can do to explain them logically are hallucinations, but I have never experienced anything away from that home. The oddest one, to me, had to do with with my new wallpaper. We had to change it. It had dinosaurs on it. I would see the dinosaurs marching around and killing each other. This happened during the same times several nights until we took it down. Items used to move and get thrown on their own accord. A particular favorite was a rocking chair. It would change posi- it would change positions and rock. One night when my grandparents were staying over, I awoke to someone I didn't know in the chair who looked strange. A stuffed animal walked one time. I awoke with scratches that looked like nails. Maybe it was just my messed up child brain, but I don't remember it that way. The scratches are really strange. Yeah, I, I think that what the scratches is a big one because, like, well, you could scratch yourself. Well, yeah, in your that's sleep true. Too. But like, well, if you scratch yourself in your sleep, it's got to be to the point where you scratch yourself so hard that it leaves a mark. And I feel like you'd probably, if you scratch yourself so hard and it leaves a mark, you'd probably wake up from if it's painful or not, right? Because if it leaves a mark, it's probably gonna yeah, be painful. That's true. But it, mm-hmm. it it could be like you said. I guess it could be like someone scratching yourself. Or you could be scratching yourself in the night and you just couldn't remember it. Or it could be, you know, either way. But the, I, I think it's real just because of the, like, the, the rocking chair and multiple, like, it rocking by itself. Why would they even want to change their dinosaur wallpaper? Well, That's because the saying. dinosaurs were moving and killing each other, it said. Like, she saw them doing that on the wallpaper. I don't know. Oh. Yeah. It's a little bit less fun. That's a little bit like unbelievable to me, but I guess you can just be hallucinating. You're really, really tired and just seeing it because you want to, or uh, who knows. But this one hits actually pretty close to home for us. Um, it says, I went to a Lincoln exhibit when I was very young. There was a rocking chair, and as soon as I saw it, I saw a woman in, peri- in period dress with brown hair knitting something and rocking in the chair. After like two seconds, the image vanished. I would attribute it to imagination, except the image was very vivid and clear, and I've never seen anything like it since. Huh. 
so they think it was Mary Todd because they titled it Mary Todd Lincoln is that you <laughs> yeah okay uh, let's say it's real because why not I, I know because I always hated the um, we have a Lincoln Museum in Springfield mm-hmm. um, fantastic place to go to but it's really really scary if you're a young child <laughs> yeah um, <laughs> Because they have like wax figures and there's a lot of loud noises and it's just dark. Like it's yeah, it's a very scary place. It can be kind of grim. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I haven't been since actually, just because it's yeah. I need to go again. I yeah, it makes really me uncomfortable there. But we could we could definitely go. Um. So yeah, that one's just kind of weird for me. Um. But but you know, like sometimes they have projection, like projectors. Yeah. Right. Like, it could be something like a that. A Scooby-Doo moment, but per se. Yeah. For sure. But, like, I feel, I don't know. I wish I knew which one they were talking about, because I'm sure we've been yeah. to it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, this one is about, uh, oh, gosh, what did they title it? It was, she screamed in my ear, and That's they not... sent a picture of um, Drew Barrymore in Scream, uh, just screaming. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's already seems real. Yeah, so it says, when I lived in Minnesota, I would go over to my friend's house a lot. One day, I was sitting on the couch watching TV, and I heard a girl screaming in my right ear. It's It was like she was screaming at the top of her lungs, but the volume was turned down, so it wasn't the true volume of the scream. There was nothing there, obviously, so I just wrote it off. Well, a week or so later, one of the guys whipped his head around and said, I just heard a girl screaming. We both knew that there was no one else in the house. I didn't hear a girl screaming, but then neither did anyone else when she screamed in my ear. I don't think she was mean or bad. I think she was sad, lonely, wanting attention. I felt bad that I couldn't reach out to her. Now, this story is um, a little weird to me because I've heard similar stories. Um yeah, but with a man's voice, um, especially with the TV, that was such a specific detail that I remember in the other story. Maybe they've heard this story before. Or maybe there's just a million different variations of this story. Um, but I don't know. Yeah, yeah. For me, this one just seems kind of I, like I've heard. Yeah, it before. yeah. So it's. I don't know what to say on this one. It's. I would I, say. Fake. Yeah. yeah. Let's go and just say fake, because why not? Yeah. It just, yeah, I don't feel like there's enough behind it. Okay. So, this one is Beware of the Closet Door. Ooh. I was late night gaming. My dog was hanging out with me and started to bark into the dark bedroom. When I went to check it out, I could hear fingernails scratching inside my bedroom closet. As I got closer, the scratching started to get started getting quieter. The stuff stopped when I was right in front of the closet. Crash! Stuff started hitting me inside of the closet door. I ran straight outside. No way I was going to stay in there alone this time. 30 minutes go by, and my buddy comes over to check things out with me. I opened up the closet to find all my clothes and hangers all over the floor of the closet. When we searched every wall and ceilings for any secret openings, no secret doors to be found. Mm. Hmm. I this one also just seems a little bit unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. It just—I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't. I don't. I don't I, I'm trying to work. I guess the scratching could have been like hangers hitting the door on the way down. Yeah, yeah. but like, um, especially if they're wire hangers. Um, yeah, but who knows? Actually, that's that's definitely now was the bar- sure. was the dog barking before the loud noises happened. Yeah, that yeah, was what that was so. what got their attention. He was barking into the dark. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. So. Okay. So this one starts when I was younger. I was helping my aunt clean an office she was hired to clean, and lots of stuff happened there. The one that spooked me the most was when I was emptying trash cans while my aunt vacuumed and my brother did dishes. Suddenly, a man's voice whispers in my ear, "Q Q Q," kind of like he was playing with a toy gun. We were the only people there. Huh. Fake. I mean, at least at least this ghost was quieter than the one a couple of years ago. Yeah. This one's fake. I don't... 
I don't know anymore with these. Honestly. This one is fake. I, one, I'm telling you. The only thing, the only way I can think that he bunked this one is that it was something that her um, aunt was vacuuming. Yeah. That just made that noise really quickly. Like maybe she got like a rock or something and it was like, you know, in the in the. That's very up. possible. I um, would believe that. But you know, I mean, there's also just like the possibility that it's true to me. Um, uh huh. So oh. What. Somebody submitted the a story from last week. Oh. So, okay. Well, it was the one about um, the daughter pointing at the wall and saying, funny lady, funny lady. And oh. she described the deceased grandmother. Yeah. Um, we'll keep one. So we'll, we'll skip over that one. Um, so this one starts. It's another one about hangers. So it says... Before my dad and mom, before my dad and stepmom married, she'd come over and the hangers in the front closet would rattle nonstop while she was there. The hangers, the clothes would be all over the floor when she left. Taking the hangers out would do no good. We emptied the closet once and the door would shake violently when stepmom came over. That, huh. Um, spooky. I guess the ghost just doesn't like stepmom. <laughs> yeah. Uh, these, these stories just seem fake to me. I, I just don't... Yeah, something about these. They just aren't compelling. Yeah, I, I understand that. I mean, it's it's really hard to believe something that, um, you know, we weren't there to experience. Uh-huh. I mean, these could be just completely fake stories that have been passed down through generations. They could be something that a friend told them. Um, yeah. And, and they're just, you know, repeating, but... Who knows? It's definitely, like, chilling. For yeah. Sure. So this one, this next one was, like, my biggest fear. Really? Um, okay. Growing up. So it starts, I was once showering, door locked, when I heard the blinds fall down. It freaked me out. It freaked me out, so I pull back the shower curtain to investigate. I'm thinking my brothers are trying to break in and play a prank on me or something. So I pull the blinds up to look out the window. The window was completely fogged over from from the inside minus one large solitary handprint i was scared i as i finished my shower and told my family members we all compared our handprints to that uh of the one on the window no one was as big oh dude i don't like that no that's scary that that one there's a picture there's a picture i'm gonna go ahead and Feel on that yeah. one. That one could be real. It's large. It's a, it's a big handprint. But there's a picture. I guess it can be real. That would, that would make sense. Yeah, but like, I mean, if the, if the shower was you know, hot, you know, somebody. Yeah, yeah, they could just put their hand on it and make make yeah. it up. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, um, those are all our stories. Oh, okay. That was the last one. Cool. Yeah. Those are all really good though. Yeah. Yeah. Some of them were obvious to me that they were fake, but. Yeah. I mean, they're always uh, fun regardless. You yeah. Know I mean? yeah, no matter what, they're it's always fun. To, Even like, if they're fake talk. stories, they're still good stories. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're always uh, scary and whatnot. Yeah. Um, so, um, earlier we read about um, the uh, abandoned... Uh, not the abandoned, but the old opera house. Yeah, that one. Right. Um, and a in January 14th of 2017, right. a paranormal hunting group, uh, the EVP Paranormal of Maine, says it captured an image of the ghost that haunts Bedford oh. City Theater. Really? And they seem to be semi-proud of it. They do ghost tours. Huh. Like a haunted tour of the place. Mm. Um, okay. So, and this story is not anytime new. It, it's from what I've seen, it goes all the way back to August seventeenth, twenty fifteen. Huh. Huh. So who knows? Maybe that story is yeah. real, man. Well, looking at the pictures of the inside, I don't see the walkways. Really? Well, can you yeah. see above the stage? Yeah. Huh. Oh well, I can't see inside though. So maybe yeah. uh, the curtain is closed. Yeah, yeah, that's, so that's probably where that they are sense. then. Yeah, 
that's yeah. yeah that's scary that there's like a whole big deal about it but mm-hmm. so after these two episodes um what are your overall beliefs now i mean ghosts are real man some i still so i have the same opinion that some ghosts like i believe that ghosts are real but like some of the stories that we like reviewed i could tell were fake and some of them i thought were real but right again i still think that ghosts are real there's just it, there's too much evidence of like not to say that they're not real is like they have to be real you know what i mean yeah as as For of sure. right now i'm still going to stick with my thing there is a plausible explanation for all of the scenarios, but I think it is it is plausible for a ghost to be real. Yeah, I mean, um, I I still believe that there's something, you know what I mean? But I don't think that all of these are are exactly true. It just doesn't make any sense. To yeah. Me. Like, some of these just seem absolutely too perfect, like, straight out of a horror movie sort of deal. Yeah. Um, and that, you know, it's just probably not true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's a good way of putting it. So, yeah. Um, well, I think that's that's it for this week. Um, we will be in person next week. Yes. That's our plan. Hopefully. Yeah, our, unless more. Yes. That, yes, we should. And uh, go ahead, follow us on Instagram, send us more stories, um, send us your own accounts, um, you know, like your own stories. Don't, you know, you don't have to steal them offline or from anybody. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you want us to not say your name, you can remain anonymous for sure. Um, so, yeah, follow us on Instagram, comment what you want to see from us. And um, thanks for listening. Yeah.